0: Listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode fifty-eight, where we will be discussing the epilogue of City of Glass, Across the Sky and
1: Stars. Mm. I'm Kristen. I'm Robin, and I'm Amanda. Whoa, whoa. I have a question. Tell me, book readers, bookworms, if you will, <laughs> what is the point of a prologue and an epilogue? Can it just be part of the story? It's it's, it's it. just for the author. It's not for anybody else. <laughs> okay, like tying up loose ends or something? A, well, okay. So an
0: epilogue is generally like a head – like it's after the, the, the plot has kind of wrapped up. It's okay, basically yeah. just like setting up like where they go off into the sunset kind of a, uh-huh. a scenario. Prologues are – they can be used effectively as a tool to, like, give the reader, like, a jumpstart, like, heads up of something that happened that's going to become a plot point later. Okay. But most of the time, it's just authors indulging themselves. <laughs> this is coming from someone who writes a prologue and a blog for every book that they write. <laughs> so basically,
1: like, I had an idea, but it didn't fit in the story sort of thing? It can be, or it can just be, like,
0: I really like, like, for instance, sometimes a prologue is in a different point of view. It's like, oh, I really wanted oh. to give this scene, but, like, this person doesn't really have a point of view in the rest of the book. It can be, or it can be, like, a flashback that you don't want to have to find a way to, like, a, technically to to flashback within, a, like, the regular story. Okay. So to, like, give, like, you know, 10 years ago, this is what happened in, you know, their childhood or, you know, their parents died, and it was horrible. And yeah. now that this is why they're they're like this or they're whatever. Out for revenge. There's a million different reasons. Sure, but usually it's something indulgent. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Usually it's just like I really wanted to write this, or or like a hook. Like it could be something that happens later on in the plot, and you like start the story before, uh-huh. so it could be like part of the climax. Like you know that you're main character is kidnapped and and can't get out of a room and so it's like this like small snapshot in the beginning to get you intrigued because you want to get to that part and find out what
1: happened okay interesting yeah or what okay yeah
0: and an epilogue is usually just like what's the happily ever after what's the stuff that like you couldn't wrap up in terms of romance because that's what I write, but, Uh like, in in those kinds of books, it's usually, like, well, the relationship, like, the book can only be so long. Usually a relationship, if you don't have a bunch of, like, time jumps and stuff, it's only, like, maybe a couple of months, Mm -hmm. and so maybe your epilogue's a year later where they get engaged, or get married, or, you know, find out they're pregnant, like, those are tropey epilogue
2: things. Okay. Do you think this epilogue... Episode <laughs> epilogue is so long because the books were supposed to be like done. I I think so. I mean I I think okay. she
0: knew she was going to keep writing by the time she finished this book. Okay, but she knew that she was gonna jump over to TID because I believe the first Infernal Devices had already come out by the time the third book came out.
2: Okay, oh. so
0: I think it was like let me give you something to hold you over until like the next of this series comes out or whatever. Okay. Okay. But and epilogues are are fun to get like move the especially like with these books mm-hmm. to move the time frame forward because each book <laughs> is like two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> seriously. And you're like, they're madly in love. They've known each other for three and a half weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Kristen's got her stabby face on. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's like those epilogues are like, oh let's give us a, you know, a month where nothing you know, no one tried to ruin the
1: world. <laughs> Seriously. There's always something with these people. Yeah, oh, Amanda, there needs to be a story. <laughs> Drama. <laughs> right? Awesome. Oh gosh. Well, thank
0: you for answering that. Yeah. Oh, speaking of the infernal devices, we decided that – so the p- original plan was that we were going to read the first three of the mortal instruments and then read Red Scrolls of Magic – And then the Infernal Devices series. Um, But while we were preparing ourselves for Red Scrolls of Magic, we realized that there is some spoilery stuff in there for the Infernal Devices. So we figured we're just gonna play it safe and jump into the Infernal Devices first. And then once we're finished with that, we'll do Red Scrolls and then continue on with the Mortal Instruments series.
2: So, FYI to everybody, we're excited. Yes. Yeah. We're very excited. It doesn't have anything to do with the fact that we also like have book crushes on the people and the Infernal Devices. Yeah. Nothing no, to do with that. Nope. Nope. Totally unrelated. Zero.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm stoked. This was this was my favorite. And I'm, um, I can't um, remember what you guys said your favorites were, your favorite series or books. I can't remember. You said City of
2: Ashes, right? City of
0: Ashes is like my favorite book. Uh-huh. But, I mean, I don't know.
2: Well, and I It all
0: changes. Uh, the, the newest <laughs> book is my favorite book. I think I've decided. I have only read it once. I, I need to read it again. No, but I think you're right.
2: I haven't read Chain oh. of Gold. Oh. I just meant whatever new book I'm reading in the Shadowhunters oh. <laughs> fandom is my favorite book. So right now, I'm almost done with Ghost of the Shadow Market. So that is my favorite book at the moment. Okay. And then when I move on to Chain of Gold, that will be my favorite book at the moment. I
0: definitely understand that. Cause it, it does. It kind of does feel like I mean, except with City of Fallen Angels.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You said Clockwork Princess. Yeah. Okay. Was which one was that in the line? That's the last one. Okay. That's probably my favorite too so far. Yeah.
0: Cause it's clockwork angel, clockwork, clockwork prince, and clockwork
2: princess. And I, I and never remember. I really Florida. liked the um Dark Artificious. Artifices. Artifices series, which is the next one. Yeah, I'm almost there. I just
1: can't get through this last. It's great, but I'm just. It's hard. I'm
2: losing time in like
1: I'm not doing what I used to do when I would listen to the books and Mm -hmm. stuff. And so I need to get back into finding a time to do it Mm because I'm just not getting there.
2: Six books is a lot with two characters. Uh, I mean, the good thing is the second half of they introduce some more people so at least kind of gets to spread different but it's it's a lot to focus on and we get a lot of different
0: points of views Mm -hmm. later like because like we talked about in the first the first book was primarily all clary right and then the second book was clary and jace but really no one else Mm -hmm. and then i think we got one point of view from maya in in book two
2: yeah. yeah and Simon, maybe?
0: Maybe. But, but not yeah, as much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, so in, in the third book, we start seeing more points of views come. And then in the later half, you get a lot more. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot more to, like, juggle. That's one thing that we talked about for the last hours is that there's so many characters. And you have to, like, from the beginning. Like, you don't really get a beat, a, a whole book to kind of get used to, you know, two point of views and then kind of learn the other characters and then bring them in it's all like pretty much okay they're all in every scene and you're you have to kind of keep up
2: which is why i'm glad you recommended the ghost of the shadow market yeah because it gives you a little bit of
0: an insight so then you can kind of you can get used to their personality and that helps you identify them if like the name is like you're like wait who Whose kid is that? Wait, <laughs> like, you're, uh-huh. you're like, are they cousins? I can't. And you got like the family tree out, and you're like, <laughs> that happened to me the entire time I was reading the last hours. Is I had the like the family tree on my uh, phone, and I kept like looking. I'm like, okay. Okay, I just want to make sure that I got that right.
1: <laughs> like, we have a poster somewhere of Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. the um, map, and we would do that with the show. Like, yeah. okay, where are they? Yeah. So, yeah, I probably will have to do that, too. <laughs> yeah. You, you definitely need, like, you you need props mm-hmm. and tools to
0: <laughs> to keep up. <laughs> oh, that's great.
1: I'm excited. I'm super excited.
0: same Z's. I'm excited to go... Full Victorian England. We're going to have accents by the end. No, I'm just kidding. So, dude, I am so into it. I cannot wait until I get to quote that book and then use my terrible, terrible English accent. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Oh. All right. Well, what do you guys say we cut the chit-chat? And kick things off, not with Robin's recap, because this whole epilogue is a recap. Yay! Sorry, Robin.
2: <laughs> Boo to that. <laughs>
0: so, holy shit balls, ban-
2: ba- banan man? Banana? <laughs>
0: Banana! Banana! Ba- B-A-N-A-N-A-S.
1: <laughs> wait is that how you spell it I can't remember. yeah i think okay. so wait i have something to add but i want you to read this first so <laughs> go <laughs>
0: so take two and i'm leaving it all in <laughs> holy shit balls batman what a ride valentine is dead jace got murdered by his own fake father and then the angel himself resurrected him because clary wished for it after she changed the allegiance rune or er, sorry after she changed the allegiance of the summoning spell with her special rune power and that's just the beginning i'm already exhausted.
1: Take a breath. <laughs> okay, so I was like shower thinking, driving thinking, I guess, today, and I was listening to our most recent episode. Uh-huh. Um, today is February 1st, so that means it's episode 454. Anyway, um, I don't know why that's important, but we're talking about Valentine or whatever, and I'm just sitting there thinking, like, how is this motherfucker's name Valentine. Like what an odd name. You know what I mean? Like it's so long. It just seems like we talk about him so much. It seems like Valentine's more like his bad guy name. Like it's it's his Lord Voldemort. Exactly. Voldemort name. Like his real name's like Rod. <laughs> Rod? Ron? Something like that. Something real short. I like Rod better. It's <laughs> such a like
0: hillbilly <laughs> No offense to all the Rods out there, but I'm sure you're really nice. It just reminds me, like, it makes me think, it puts Valentine, like, on the fence with Hank Hill.
1: Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I just, I don't know why I was thinking about that today. We were- Damn it, Jonathan. Yeah.
2: <laughs> why didn't we do that while he was still alive? Seriously. <laughs> Missed opportunity. <laughs>
1: Oh shitters! Okay, He's that's like, all. That oh is a really weird. I want wait, to know.
0: what werewolves?
2: Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love it! Oh my god, I'm you like crying. Such a
1: good Hank Because
2: my dad sounds like Hank <laughs> <Hale's> <laughs> True, that's true. Lots of practice. Back.
0: Oh jeez but you're right. Like, that's such a weird name. I'm sure it's not a weird name for shadow hunters. whatever.
1: Right. Probably. But
0: it's not Jonathan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if Jonathan's such a popular name, why are none of the Circle members named Jonathan?
1: Yeah. Literally, his kids are the only ones. Right. Hmm. Mm. So
2: popular. Popular to who? In this
0: family, maybe. Right? Clary's <laughs> real name is Jonathina. <laughs> 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 okay. What is it? <laughs> But yeah, like, it just means that we really do need a Valentine prequel because I want to know what his parents were like. And yeah. What the fuck were his parents' names? Was his dad named Bartholomew? Like, Balthazar. Oh, that's better. Mm-hmm. That's way better.
1: Yeah.
2: There's got to be a family tree somewhere. We can figure it
1: out. Yeah. I'm very curious oh, yeah. about mm-hmm. his upbringing and what made him so evil. Dude, I love murder shows. So this is totally in my, right? my wheelhouse.
0: I want to know why. Yeah. I'm a murderer
1: evil okay anyway but
0: it's okay folks it's okay because valentine's dead yeah and we're in the home stretch all the big scary shit is over and we can breathe grieve and find our not brother and get to smooching cause it's the epilogue <laughs> what what I need an epilogue song da 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 it's the
1: motherfucking <laughs> epilogue <laughs>
2: good uh, sorry i, I didn't mean it. to take that away from you no, robin you great. should do something no they I, I couldn't <laughs> After that,
1: <laughs> there's
0: no competing
1: amanda <sighs> has won the award no one knows what that was just us it's we're fine. far too old
0: <laughs> it's like the fucking commercials man i can't <laughs> cannot there was another one it was um the ice cream uh what's the song now i can't think of it And they were doing the kid and
1: play dance. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. It's like a Sunday or something like that. And they're making, they're pouring on some chocolate or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah. I don't remember what it is. Another one? I
0: feel personally attacked by the advertising agency. Makes me feel old. For real. Bye. (laughs) So we kick things off with Jace's point of view a few days after the battle as he watches Valentine's funeral from a hilltop because he did not attend. So it's time for a game of what we miss. <clears throat> so the clave decided to give Valentine a proper funeral with all the fixins, even though he was a traitor. I don't get it. And I'm sorry, but Celine
1: got buried at a fucking crossroads. I don't get it. I just don't. Like, does not compute. Right? Yeah.
2: No. That's some bullshit.
0: Fucking patriarch bullshit. Whatever. <laughs> Sebastian's body was never recovered. Um, by the time a team of shadow hunters went looking for Sebastian, where Jace told them that he'd left the body, he was gone, which is not super comforting.
1: But it's all we got to work with, and yeah. I'm like, mm, mm. he just disintegrated like a demon, right? Mm-hmm. Folded up and yep. just gone. He went to another realm. It just it just, it got delayed because of his
0: humanness, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: So Jace has been in the hospital
0: for the past couple of days after the battle, and he hasn't seen Clary at all.
1: God, they're so annoying.
2: Knock their heads. Maybe she has a phobia of hospital. She didn't go see her mom either. Uh,
1: She doesn't. She can't. She's like, if I have to have Luke offer me another cup is the word. (laughs) Cup of shitty coffee. I'm out. Like, I just can't. I can't anymore. He'll be fine. I'm good.
0: And Magnus helped with Jace's recovery because, of course, he did. Because it's Magnus. And their tab for Magnus's services,
1: woo! Yeah, and you know, I guess that answers one of my questions, that that's how Magnus lives. Because remember, I was like, at one point, I was like, how does he get his stuff? Does he just file his taxes, you know? So I guess that makes sense. He makes money off of the clave paying him, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not anymore. Because he's doing everything for these guys. Right. But. So not okay. Maybe he has a side hustle.
0: He's like, I'm going
1: bankrupt because of you, Alexander. He's, he's doing it
2: all over Zoom right now. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> mm. Guys, make sure you log in at one for a virtual seance.
0: <laughs> yep. I could see Magnus, like, creating, like, a magic bubble. Because he just has to go get his coffee from the corner shop or whatever. (laughs) Like there's something there's a sale at Barney's and he's like, "Mm, (laughs) no, I gotta, I gotta be there in person. (laughs) So Jace is clearly having a really hard time reconciling his emotions over Valentine's death with the knowledge that he was super duper evil. Which I get. There's this moment that I think sums it up pretty well though. Mm, I'm going to quote from the book, Robin. Read it. What he would say if he were down there amongst the mourners, speaking their last words to Valentine. You were never really my father, he might say, or you were the only father I never knew. Both statements were equally true, no matter how contradictory. Mm. Makes me sad for poor baby Jason, his little feelings. Yeah.
2: (sighs) But, I mean, it's true. It's like that's a complex relationship. You can't just one way or the other yeah well and he can't I mean obviously now he knows everything but that doesn't wipe out 10 years of his life Mm -hmm. right like you can't forget spaghetti bath time
1: well and not only 10 years but then all those years of thinking those seven years of thinking he was dead and just because I'll be like I feel like after someone dies you really sit back and think about all the things they did for you and I certainly I certainly think it would be harder to forget all the memories you relived too you know all Mm -hmm. those great memories which it's crazy after hearing everything to think he even had any good memories dude right. bath time because the did better was someone else that did it for him you know yeah his dad said to do it but it was a servant that really did it right so I don't know well
0: and that's that's all he knew he didn't yeah. know
1: anybody else he didn't know that there was a different way to be brought up
0: until he came to the Lightwoods and mm-hmm. then at that point his dad was already dead and when people die you see you tend to forget the bad things yep. and only remember the good things
1: like labor Yes, oh, fucking hell. 100% like labor.
2: Yep, uh,
0: <laughs> I still remember that shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, mine was like 17 days long, so yeah, I remember it too. But <laughs> I would still do it again, even though in that moment I was like, "Dude, this is the worst." Anyway. Right?
0: Fuck all those endorphins and shit.
2: <sighs> so when
0: you look back on it, you're like, I remember how how bad it hurt, but. It still makes you want it. Yeah. Fucking biology. Yeah. Crazy. Bullshit. (laughs) So yeah, so Jace can't help but remember the good times that he had with Valentine growing up along with the bad and Papa Luke joins Jace's pity party and lays down some serious wisdom at the end of the day, no matter what blood runs through his veins, Valentine was his father and that relationship will always be complicated, but it doesn't mean Jace can't miss him
1: fucking Luke. Gosh, he's amazing. Right? I just want to give him a hug. Like, have him make me feel better about something. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Uh, And this makes me wonder what Luke's family was like. Because Amatis seems very, like, I guess meek would be the word I'd use. So his family, and he seems like such a good person. Like, they must have just been really good people. Mm -hmm. His parents. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's interesting. Yeah, like,
2: what happened to his parents? I don't know, but I bet he uses fabric softener and he smells good
0: yeah oh, that worn flannel mm-hmm. mm. yeah god he is like a 30 something mom's wet dream <laughs> i'm sorry but what? someone had to say it
1: <laughs> it's true <laughs> i'm speechless i have no i i can't disagree right <laughs>
0: Kind, compassionate, a little rugged. He's always got a five o'clock shadow. That's the, yep, that's it. I don't even mind the wet dog smell. I don't. (laughs) That's why he uses the fabric softener. Right. Gotcha. (laughs) Finally put two and two together. (laughs) So Jace and Luke have a man-to-man chat, and Luke helps Jace work through some of his feelings about Hodge and V-Ting, and it's precious as fuck. And then we pop over to Clary's point of view for a check-in, and she's in Isabel's room watching the smoke drift into the sky from the funeral pyres, while Izzy tries to find something to wear for the celebration that night. <laughs> it's just
1: so funny. It was this stupid-ass funeral in the morning, and we're just
2: going to be like, party! A couple hours later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now let's party that he's dead. It's a party in the Alicante. <laughs> <laughs> we are killing it today. That was amazing. Oh gosh
0: well yeah they got to move fast because they die so young right they got to fill it all in that's fair so yeah that's right the shadow hunters are burning their dead from the battle by day and celebrating by night yeah. as as amanda said yep we have it's it's not great when we sync up brains
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so clary thinks thinks about the silver dress and Amethyst's uh truck trunk
1: it's in her truck I mean, it's in her pickup she suddenly turned into Kristen. <laughs> all of her clothes are in her car
0: <laughs> hey it hasn't been like that since like four years <laughs> good for you right <laughs> Um, Her trunk of old clothes. Uh, But she's pretty sure Amatis wouldn't let her borrow it. Probably because Clary doesn't have a great track record with clothes. So Clary's planning on just wearing her street gear. Uh, As if Isabel would let her. Right? Come on. Right? And like Isabel doesn't have something that Clary could wear. Or go shopping. There's stores.
1: Right. There's gotta be some like cloak store. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right? Like your, your mom's there now and she owes you address. Right. <laughs> no shit. I'd be angling that way. Yeah.
0: So, I'm going to read a little excerpt from this interaction because I think it's hilarious. So, "Boring," Isabel said. She glanced over at Aline who was sitting by the chair sitting on a chair by the bed reading. "Don't you think it's boring?" I think you should let Clary wear what she wants. Aline didn't look up from her book. Besides, it's not like she's dressing up for anyone. (laughs) She's dressing up for Jace, Isabel said, as if this were obvious. As well, she should. Aline looked up, blinking in confusion, and then smiled. Oh, right. I keep forgetting. It must be weird, right? Knowing he's not your brother? (laughs) No, Clary said firmly. Thinking he he was my brother was weird. This feels right. Dude, fucking Aline, She must be like, these people are fucking weird.
2: (laughs) Every interaction with them. Right? Just just
1: like, fucking hell, man. She seems like one of those type of people to me that just speaks her mind. She's just like, she doesn't give a fuck. Like, Mm. oh, yeah, totally. He's not your brother, dude. I totally forgot. When it seems like something they just don't really talk about. Yep. Oh, my gosh. She's going to shout it from the
0: rooftops for her. Right, Aline thinks it's weird that Jace hasn't come to see Clary and wonders if maybe he's not interested anymore now that their relationship isn't taboo. And Izzy shuts that shit down, saying Jace isn't like that. Okay, he might not be like that now, but before Clary, he probably definitely was like that. Yeah, it seems like he was. (laughs) Aline's like, I gotta go feed my cats, and bounces, leaving Izzy and Clary to gossip about her. The truth hurts, man. Yep. No bueno. Although she really did not need to like plant that seed in Clary's very impressionable mind. No. <laughs> we all know how good Clary is eh. with those kinds of things. So Izzy explains what the celebration will look like. A parade, fireworks, music, dancing. It's basically a carnival and a ball all wrapped up in all wrapped up together. Fuck. It's basically a carnival and a ball all wrapped up together. And then Izzy breaks all of our hearts by telling Clary that Max would have loved it. Like, can we not? <laughs> it's so sad. Fuck.
2: Don't rain on my parade.
0: Right. Like, the funerals were in the morning. That was the sad part of the day. <laughs> now we are getting ready for the fun part of the day. <sighs>
2: oh. Let's chill
0: with the melancholy. Meanwhile, Jace comes a-knocking at Amatus's house
1: looking for Clary. But of course she's not there. because She's with Izzy feel like you missed a really big opportunity here. What? Come and knock on our door. Okay. I like it. I'm just adding to our soundtrack. It's good. It's good.
0: So Jason Amatus briefly Discover? D- discover? discuss his lineage <laughs> and the OG Inquisitor, a.k.a. his long-lost Nana, who sacrificed her- herself for him after seeing the scar on his shoulder. A scar that Amatis explains is a family trait of the Herondales. As the legend goes, a Herondale was visited by an angel in his sleep and woke up with a star-shaped scar.
1: Like- Finally, we have an answer.
0: <laughs> so, Clary really is related to Jace. <laughs> <laughs> uh-
1: wait i don't remember clary has
0: that too yeah remember she tried to show it to him and he got all weird oh yeah before they made out in the first book okay
1: okay okay interesting Hmm.
0: well and jocelyn has one too so i i think we can i think we can conclude that that's probably not what really happened it's just
1: like the legend or whatever so watch it turns out he wasn't actually related to her and she killed herself. Okay, she didn't kill herself. But, I mean, she's still sacrificed for a life of a young person,
2: right. but it's <laughs> quizzy mid- yeah. 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 I
1: don't I I don't know that we ever
0: like Do you know? Do we ever like get the solid?
2: I forgot about it until you just said that.
0: I think it has to do I mean, they talk about like contact with an angel. So it might have to do with their angel blood.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Like, uh-huh. Yeah. But sense. if Jocelyn has it, although she got angel blood, right? Okay, okay,
0: mm-hmm. huh? So maybe one of the Herondales had angel blood or something. Okay. Um, where am I? Oh, I okay. just want to know. Yeah.
2: Maybe, how common is that knowledge? Like yeah. about the star shaped scar? Well, Amethyst was married to him, so she would not. I
0: think it's a family thing. I don't. I don't know that it's necessarily. I'm sure the Silent Brothers know because they know everything, but.
2: Well, you would just think, like, at some point, like, Maris would have seen Jace's shoulder. I think it's, like, a family, like, yeah. family
1: lore or
0: whatever.
2: Like that's what you tell your kid when you
1: put them down for bed. Like, your grandma did this. You, okay. right. Why would you tell someone else?
2: Gotcha. Okay.
1: So, Amatis, knowing that – oh, so, okay.
0: Amatis, now knowing that Jace is the son of her long – of the love of – ugh, fucking hell – Amethyst, now knowing that Jace is the son of the love of her life, offers him a box of Steven's things, letters and personal items that she's kept over the years. And oh, my fucking God, can we stop with the emotional overload?
1: I, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, like, I can't take it. Dude, she has been pining for this guy who dropped her like a pair of dirty fucking
1: socks. That's true, yeah. Because I was going to say, I'm I'm a little selfish. I'm not going to lie. I don't know if I'd want to give those things away. Like, I would give him some stuff. but And maybe she did keep some stuff for herself. But I guess you're right, yeah. She just dropped it. Or he, you know, bye-bye. Right. And he just went along with it. See, mm-hmm. I would have pulled a
0: Beyonce and...
1: Or, no. On the left, no, on the left.
0: Not even. I wouldn't even do that. I would go a step further. I would pull an Angela Bassett... And waiting to exhale and burn that shit. Okay.
1: <laughs> wow. That dated us. I mean, that's Never older than seen me. seen it, actually.
0: <laughs> it's badass. She has this whole thing. She fucking throws shit in the car, drives the car out, and fucking lights the car on fire. It's
1: badass. Seems unnecessary, <laughs> the whole car. <laughs> Someone can track you for littering. <laughs> she, was, she didn't care. She was mad.
0: Um, where am I? Oh, yeah. So there's a lot, a lot of like heavy there. Yeah. But don't worry, we skip over to J- to Clary, <laughs> and Clary is now walking through Amethyst's door, but Jace isn't there. So we've got a time jump. Okay. <laughs> right? Um, so she walks. She she gets back to the house only to find her mother and Luke having a private conversation. So naturally, she eavesdrops. As I would. Right. So Luke is planning to stay in Alicante. The clave has offered him the person slash wolf seat on the council, and he's planning on taking it. Seeing as there's no other reason to stay in New
1: York, hint, hint, (laughs) could he have been more obvious? OK, so if he's on the council, is he suggesting, which I think we do maybe get there, but I do, honestly don't totally remember. Does he have to live there? No, but like he's might as well if he's working there. And and he, he's basically the only one that the clave really
0: trusts mm-hmm. because he used to be a shadow hunter. So I think he's like trying to like, well, if I'm here, then I can help set everything up and like be a liaison between the downworlders and the snooty ass shadow yeah. hunters.
1: Like- OK, next question. Do you think that once he gets a seat on the council, which they have already, right? Like mm-hmm. it's been established because they fought. Okay. So does he get a house now? Do you think they'll give him a place to live? Mm, they, maybe he has to live with the pack in Brosland. That's what maybe. I wonder. Maybe he has to go be with his. I don't know. It's interesting.
0: I don't feel like the shadow hunters would be that generous to I give don't them each other house. Yeah.
1: Okay. And do they live. Okay. When you imagine the forest and I don't know if someday <laughs> they explain it, what it looks like. Is it like a camp? Like, like a but I guess because they're not always werewolves, right?
2: I mean, they go back right. to their human form. So how do I they live in a forest? Maybe it just depends on how they want to live. Okay, yeah. I like think maybe they enjoy living as the wolf part. Okay, of maybe their they person. have a little compound, or something. or otherwise they maybe they just have like like cottages. Yeah, mm. mm-hmm. yeah, I like
1: that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. Yeah. yeah, like it's all in a circle. Back to to Luke hinting. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know,
0: he doesn't want to leave, but you know, whatever. And Jocelyn's like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course, if that's what you want, fucking hell. And so, sick of hiding his feelings, Do- Luke spills the beans and admits that he's been in love with Jocelyn for like ever. And those Fairchild jeans kick in, and she says absolutely fucking nothing, and he leaves.
1: Sounds about right. And- it's weird. He's been your best friend forever, and your reaction is if that's what you want. Like, even if you didn't think he was in love with you or you weren't in love with him, I'd be like, dude, what? You're going to leave me? That's what I would say to one of you guys. Right. Like, no, 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 no. That's not happening. You're not leaving me. Right. Sorry. Or
2: like, can't you do that and live in New York? Yeah. Like, at least something. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I just... Come on. Get your shit yep. Fucking Jocelyn. Yep. Anyway. So
0: Clary, still hiding in the foyer out of sight, overhears Amethyst basically telling Jocelyn good riddance because she's been stringing along her brother long enough. But wait, Jocelyn must be giving off some nonverbals because Amethyst is like, holy shit, you love his furry ass. Ooh, fuck, I need to do that again. Because <clears throat> Amethyst is all, holy shit, you love his furry ass. <laughs> and Clary's waited long enough. Uh, and emerges from the shadows to threaten her mother's life if she doesn't go after Luke and tell him she loves him. And for once, it works. Yay! Finally. Of course, getting Luke and Jocelyn together is just a happy accident, and the real reason Clary came to Amethyst's house was to say yes to the dress, <laughs> specifically the silver one in the trunk upstairs.
1: Ooh la la. Meow. Okay, so Clary is making her way to the Lightwoods house and noticing all of the Shadowhunters outside. And they're all dressed up in, like, ball gowns and shit. And, like, I think it's described as some of them are wearing, like, almost costumes. Like, um, I almost think, like, Victorian sort of stuff. It was super cool. I want to go to that party. Yeah. (laughs) So at the Lightwoods house, um, Maris and Robert are outside chatting with the Penhollows. Which I think, I don't know, like, why are they outside? I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But I think it's interesting. Isabel runs Because how could you see them?
2: Uh, How could you notice them if they were? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I have to remember. It's like winter, right? Fall into winter right now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's cold. Yeah. It just seems weird.
1: It just does. Like, I'd be like, come on in. Let's chat.
0: I totally forgot that that was. Yeah. Because. The first book happened in September, so this yeah. has to be like November, mm-hmm. right? No, mm-hmm. it's still September.
2: <laughs> <Probably> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: shitters! Well, because it
2: was as summer, because it started in summer and the heat. Uh huh. Because she was probably talking late about August, like, and then mm-hmm. it transitioned into like September. Mm-hmm. So it's got to be like at least cold.
1: October.
0: Yeah. And
2: this is in between France and Germany. It's cold. It's gonna be cold. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: for sure. So go inside. Okay. Right. And bye-bye. Yeah. So Isabel runs into Clary and they have the little girly like, oh, you look so good. No, you look so good, girl. Mm. And uh, then Isabel tells her that she doesn't know where Jace is, um, but he ain't here. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Alec um, and Aline come out and Clary notices that Alec seems more relaxed. Mm. I mean, He's got that glow. Bottling up <laughs> all of that secretness got to yep. be hard.
0: hard. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. It's a sidebar. I apologize. Have you guys seen Booksmart? No. Okay, so it's a teen, high school, two best friends, whatever. They do this thing where, like, when they see each other, they, like, have basically, like, a compliment off. They're like, how dare you be this beautiful? And that's exactly what, like, I envision. Yep. I'm like, I want that. Yeah. So from now on, when yeah. we <laughs> greet each other, we have to talk about how, like, aggressively talk about how beautiful we are.
1: <laughs> like, no, bitch. Right. You're so hot. Like, how fucking dare you? That's great. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so they all head to the party together and they run into Simon and Maya. And Clary hadn't seen Simon all day since he was at the hall um, during the council meeting because he was curious, like, how a rep- um, vampire representative would be, like, selected. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is interesting that you would think the vampires would like pick somebody i don't know seem like the vampires should be picking who would be selected right i think it seems to me right? like he was listening to the council talk about who they'd want but like how would they know i guess so it would have to be the vampires picking I right i think the vampires have to decide right but they're at the hall he's it says that he was at the hall so all the vampires probably aren't at
0: the hall but the probably clan leaders like like yeah. the most prominent clan leaders probably made
1: that decision from all over the place that's what i would guess okay yeah. yeah
2: okay well i'm assuming not all vampires want to make a bargain yeah right with the Clave, so mm-hmm. maybe just the people that are interested in right doing that well, yeah it's definitely
1: interesting that simon's finally not mm-hmm. finally because i wouldn't want to either but he's embracing his vampy lifestyle right. i guess mm-hmm. by wanting to do that So anyway, um, Clary asks um, him if the Mark of Cain saved him, and he says that it did, which it just seems crazy that he wouldn't want to tell her right away. I don't know. It's
2: like, it seemed like Jace had been in the hospital for a couple days. Three days. Yeah. You haven't talked to Simon about that in three days? Yeah. In three damn nights? Where is he staying? (laughs)
1: Plot. Yeah. (laughs) You're bad, Robin. Yep. They had to
2: wait until it was on the page. I mean, they, they could have still said like. Then they started talking about how cool that it was that the mark of Cain saved him, like something, like right, like clearly it saved him too
1: because he's right there, yeah. right. But I guess maybe that's not what did so it. Use
2: verb agreement and put this in the past. Yeah, 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 yeah. He just, he just hid
1: yeah (laughs) the whole time well it seems like for the plot she could have been like man because i repeat myself all the time Mm -hmm. so she could have been like man i still think it's so cool that that worked right
2: what was it yeah you were saying that yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's what jody says to
1: me yeah yep because i do i repeat myself All right. Well, she adds that she wishes she Mm -hmm. could remove um, the mark of Cain and Uh wonders what might happen to him for having it. And she asks him about the meeting and he says that he doesn't know which person was selected, but it wasn't Raphael. It just seems weird to go there and spend like potentially what it sounds like possibly three days, even though it says all day (laughs) and he doesn't know who it was. I guess maybe he just doesn't know the person. I think it 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 does say who was selected, right? Or is that later? I don't remember well i know who saying.
0: it is i know who got selected but i just don't know where they put because it's it's nightshade ansel nightshade
1: who, oh, okay who was selected as the representative I've never heard
2: that name before we might have to hold on
1: ansel and gretel just kidding
2: i'll do this and i'll start okay you said nightshade yeah i'm assuming that's one word that's his yeah. last name yep Nightshade. epilogue he had a pretend yeah it says not Raphael simon said sounding as if he were pleased about it some other vampire he had a pretentious name nightshade or something okay
1: yeah. okay so he I just doesn't remember that who the per- he knows right. what was right. but not who they are yeah gotcha. that makes sense yeah. okay. okay so she tells him that um she's been asked to draw a new rune for the council like their new logo basically and um she's gonna incorporate <laughs> yeah <laughs> I imagine it's going to be on like flags and shit. I don't know. (laughs) So she wants to incorporate Shadowhunter and Downworlder elements. And Simon tells her that um, she deserves a medal or something for everything she did.
2: (laughs) Like Like the presidential medal of freedom or something. Like I know that Cleary is a phenomenal artist. So it's probably going to look badass. But all I can imagine is like clip art. Same. Same. Uh huh. You're making like a crest for like your seventh grade, like. Yes. You, you mean the shields? That yeah. I mean? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. That's exactly what it was, and it looks like just like you, you, you know, cut and paste or whatever. Uh, yeah. But I'm sure it's gonna look nice. Yeah. <laughs> Do we ever see it? Is it ever
0: like on a book cover or something? I, I don't think it's on a book cover, but I think it's like inside. I've seen a like an illustration of it. Okay, cool. But I don't know if that was like the
1: official. Okay. Like, hmm whatever okay so I don't know apparently this battle only actually lasted about 10 minutes <laughs> but Simon tells her that he was in that battle and um it would have been way worse if she hadn't if she hadn't brought everybody together mm-hmm. like that like it wouldn't have gone as well or worked at all so she starts to wonder what is going to happen when they get home. And um, apparently Magnus used a spell or something that took care of Simon's mom so that um, she wouldn't worry about him being gone. I'm just curious. Like, is he on a school trip? Like, how do you just not care that you're talking, not talking to your kid or checking in with him for probably at least a week, right? right. So, I mean, he has a cell phone, so she should it's, be able to check in with him. It's
2: like that. I mean, he was able to make us clearly forgot that's what she was forgetting as she was seeing it right
1: maybe that's what he did forgot about no dude i'd really like
0: magnus to like help with my anxiety like if he could just
1: like (laughs) do a quick spell on me so like i don't worry about everything Mm -hmm. that'd be nice Uh, so she wonders what um she would go like, if she's going to go back to her normal life after all the shit when she gets home. And Simon's Shh. like, yeah, you're not going back to school. <laughs> and um, so he reminds her, like, you're going to get your education at the Institute. And I feel like it's interesting. Like, how does Simon know that there will be a replacement for Hodge? Like, it didn't sound like there was a plan for all of this. So is there going to be a tutor? Like, where's she going to go to get this education? How does Simon know? I I think he's just kind I of like, know. you're not going back. Like, don't be stupid. <laughs> yeah.
0: I agree. I don't I don't know how Simon could possibly know that, but like, imagine this was Jocelyn having the conversation with her. Like, obviously she's not gonna go back but her mom's not gonna let her like live in Alicante. Yeah. Yeah. So there's gotta be some solution. And obviously Jason Isabel still have schooling or whatever. Mm-hmm. And with Hodge gone, they still have to figure out a way to do that. Yeah. So. But yeah, you're right. Simon would why would Simon yeah, have be the one to, yeah. like, come up with that?
1: Weirdo. Just see, more issues with Simon. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he knows more than
0: yeah. he should. There's something shady about that guy. That's right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so he has decided that he wants to go back to school and go to college. And Clary points out that people are going to notice a difference in him when he gets back because he's so much hotter now that he's a vampire. And he's like, what? Me? Yeah. (laughs) He's going to change his last name to Colin. (laughs) It's great. And um, she points out, like, Maya and Isabel. And she tells him, like, they're both totally into you. Like, look at these girls. They're whispering about you right now, basically. And um, she makes him promise that whoever he chooses to date – that he is still like cool with hanging out with her like don't let your new girlfriend overrule me and like don't be friends with me and he's like uh duh bro like we're friends it's cool whatever so anyway angel square was all decorated beautifully and pretty obvious that magic played a part in this right because yeah (laughs) it'd be pretty (laughs) fucked up after a battle right i would imagine (laughs) So um, hunters and Downworlders are all carrying food and drinks and having a great time. And it just sounds like something we all need right now yep. in life. Yep. <laughs> and um, I also don't know that I've ever really been to a fancy party where there's like platters and stuff. But I guess there might not be that because who would be serving them? It's like our Christmas party. Like we have to work it even though it's supposed to be our Christmas party too. Yep. So maybe there are people serving food still. Or did they get like a third party to get the food? <laughs> like Mondays are there making their food i don't know
2: maybe they magic in the food from
1: there you go mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he thought about that amazing sushi he had in in new york and he was like bam it's here now
2: maybe it's one of those things like i always feel bad like when you do a continental breakfast or a buffet mm-hmm. like where does all the extra food go yeah like, it just goes in the garbage like you don't eat that i don't know yep do something mm-hmm. like if Find I had a, way. a giant yeah. wedding and we had a bunch of food leftover like take it to a homeless shelter like right uh-huh. or a soup kitchen I don't know maybe they take all that leftover food and that's what they're serving there so the food doesn't go to waste
1: totally mm-hmm. I believe it mm-hmm. yep that's totally how shadow hunters would live their lives exactly. <laughs> yeah yeah so like so, eating leftovers they seem like without waste kind of yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's an ultimate buffet because there might only be like one serving left of right. something <laughs> <laughs> damn I missed out on the mac and cheese the cold mac and cheese yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: they can reheat it yeah right. it's fine yeah.
1: <laughs> so um, Simon sees a Kelpie and um, Isabel reassures him that it's not like Magnus's party <laughs> and it's safe to eat and drink everything here which I don't blame him for being nervous yeah. he's like oh fuck not again <laughs> yep can't do it so Clary saw Magnus talking to a girl that she thought looked familiar, but after they were done talking, the girl just went into the trees and disappeared. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Do we get more of this? Like maybe this is one of those things that's trying to get me into the next book. I don't know. So, um, um, sorry. No one else asks him about it. So it just seems more weird to me, whatever. So he and Alec talk about their clothes and Magnus tries to convince him to go get a fancy suit. Um, just to have on hand. Like, you need a Dolce okay? <laughs> <laughs> and Magnus whispers into Clary's ear to go to the Accord steps. And, Ovs. this is where Jace has been. And it's, like, the po- best part in Titanic when Jack is at the top of the stairs waiting for Rose. Yeah, 13-year-old me is totally melting right now. It was totally. I still, I can picture it. He's so fucking handsome, you Dude, Leonardo DiCaprio circa
2: 1997. <sighs>
1: Thirteen times I saw that in theaters.
2: Jeez, Malie, Where did I
1: get the money for that? <laughs> I didn't have any money. Take a break. It was like
2: $4 to go see a matinee back fair. then. My
1: friend's mom probably paid for it because I probably went with Stacy. Well, and then
2: everybody, um, all the boys got their hair cut like that. Yes, they did. Yes, mm-hmm. they did. Yeah. We work
1: with a guy that um, I didn't know him back then. I knew him when we were, he was an adult. But um, he says he looked a lot like him. And I think he says he even had the hair. It's just funny. Yep. Like... Everybody. It, w- it was the hot hairstyle. Ugh. And it had to be, like,
0: that, like, sun-kissed blonde. Like, it's not bleach blonde. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, it has to look natural, like surfer dude blonde. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Hang <laughs> re- loose. Re- reliving her childhood.
2: Yeah. Okay, guys. So, Clary gathers her skirt in her hands and starts to make her way up um, to her waiting Prince Charming, mm. which I like. Was it Jack Dawson? Better, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, I'm assuming that he's doing his best, like he's in his best James Dean outfit. Oh, with like his tie undone and stuff too. Yeah, like, just totally like
1: white t-shirt. Okay, think, mm. like
2: he's you know his hair
1: is back because uh-huh. he's too
0: cool to dress up. He's got his leather okay. jacket on. Like,
1: okay. Yeah. I was imagining he had his suit on, but like it was roughed up.
2: Yeah, no. Ooh. A little
1: bit, but okay. Mom. I can dig that. Because he was getting it on with a kelpie. Just because he's too fucking lazy or too cool to tie his tie. <laughs> right, guess. Right, right. Or tuck in his shirt all the way.
0: His dad never taught him. <laughs> <laughs> he taught
2: him Latin,
1: but
0: not how to tie a <laughs> tie. It's
2: fine. It's a clip-on. It's a bow tie, right? <laughs> <laughs> so Clary has this panic moment. She's like, oh my God, I'm so overdressed. And she stops walking, which you walked by a million other people that are dressed up like Fancy or more fancy than you are, but I feel it. It's fine. She's nervous. It's cool. So, Jace's spidey sense is tingling, tingling. so he looks up, and he sees her on the stairs, and um, he has a, a box that, sorry, he has the box that Amatis gave him in his hands, like he's holding it, and he calls out, and he's like, Clara. <laughs> Was he, like, not able to see? It's weird. So, she's like, in the flesh. Who else could it be? <laughs> And he's like, um, you don't look like yourself. She's like, It's just the dress, you know. I don't normally wear stuff like so pretty. Please compliment me. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. And he says that she always looks beautiful, which clearly like makes her fondly think about the time in the greenhouse. That one when time he called he her right. beautiful. <laughs> well and Jace had told like when he said it, he said it like it was a fact. Like yeah. not like Right. Like how do you not know? Mm-hmm. Like, don't you own a mirror?
0: <laughs> no, because she's a heroine in a YA novel. Of course she thinks she's ugly. Yeah.
2: Right. So he breaks her out of her thought because she's clearing. She's like spiraling. Yep. Uh-huh. And Same. he breaks her out. Yep. And um, she's like, you look so distant that I can't touch you. Which <sighs> Just say what you mean. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so then she comes and sits down next to him and um, she's like, You can touch me if you want. In the vagina. In and around. Sorry. I'm uncomfortable with feelings. Okay? (laughs) It's like. (laughs) Robin's just going to make jokes. It's like on Outlander Mm -hmm. when Jamie and Claire Claire, are so uncomfortably close to each other's faces talking. Yes. I Mm -mm. literally fast forward it. I don't watch it. (laughs) Like, it's too intimate. It's like I know it's why people want to watch the series, but I can't. I'm like, nope, gross, 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 gross. All I can think of is my old man coffee breath. And they not brushing their teeth, right? I don't know. Yeah, and I just I don't. I'd kiss you a thousand times, Sasana. No, (laughs) No, I I can't. (laughs) Move forward. You would vomit. So this is what this is doing to me, and (laughs) I don't like it. Got it. So this is going to be awkward. Anyway. He is also awkward, so he reaches out and, like, caresses her hand and then, like, releases it. We- Catch <laughs> and release. Catch Weird. and release. With just the tips of his fingers. Yep. He's so a touch and drag. A pro- he's probing her <laughs> yeah. with his fingers. Anyway, so Al- Clary, of course, is spiraling, as I said before. So Aline's words are, like, echoing in the back of her mind about, like, maybe he's just not into you. You're not forbidden fruit of the loom. He's just not that into you. <laughs> right. So breaking the awkward, Clary's like, hey, is that a dick in your box? Oh my God. <laughs> OK, OK, not really. But she doesn't want to know what's inside. So he tells her about getting the gift from Amatis and that he really wants to feel connected to his father. And he hoped that maybe like going through the keepsakes would stir some emotions. But he's like, dude, Steven's just some rando dude. I don't give a shit. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. So Clary calls him by name. She's like, Jace. And he's like, yeah, that's another thing. I don't have a real name, do I? And Clary asked him, like, well, who came, up, who came up with Jace? Is that, like, what you chose to call yourself? And he, um, he's like, no, like, V-Tang always called me Jonathan. It's what everyone, you know, used to call me. Even when I first came into the Institute, um, and he wasn't really supposed to have a middle name. Like, Christopher, he just pillaged it out of, like, the forbidden medical journal that uh, V-Tang was writing down, like, the progress of his experiments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm so when um he told maris that his middle name was john was christopher um she said that like she forgot it was michael's middle name like michael whalen's middle name which how would you know that it's well because robert and him were parabotai parabrotis so i guess okay maybe... i
1: think i know andy's best friend's middle name i think and we lived together right at some point like we were roommates i don't know you think i'd see his
2: name so, uh, yeah, I don't know. know. So she, she, she forgot. Okay. Like, oh, Christopher, I must have forgot that was Michael's middle name. But, like, okay, no, finish what you, and then, yeah. Anyway, so, like, that's probably why you have the name Christopher. I don't know. Right. Regardless, she wasn't into it. So after that, um, she started to call him Jace. And um, she's like, new name, new life. Like, we'll call you Jace. Like, let's start fresh. This is your new digs. And he liked it, so it stuck. And now it almost feels like maybe, like, looking back deep down, Maris knew that he was Valentine's, like, and didn't want to believe it. Like, I think she knew Valentine's son was named Mm -hmm. Jonathan Mm -hmm. Christopher. So now that he's saying his name is Jonathan Christopher, then, like, she's like, oh, it must be Michael's middle name. Like, (laughs) why would you pick Christopher? Weird. Okay. Blah. So
0: I have a hot take. I have an unpopular opinion. I think that – oh, God, I'm going to get hate for this. Okay, I don't think I, – I think that this was put in here, this specific part about Maris at the end here. I think that this was put in, like, and her coming up with his name and, and doing the whole whatever. I think that was an afterthought that was added in. Mm-hmm. I don't think that was an original because of the way that she behaved in City of Ashes. Because I don't believe that she would have behaved that way had this really been true, because this is indicating that she absolutely knew or had a suspicion.
1: Okay, so that we're trying Jace to make was... up ground and make her look better for I think treating so. him kind of crappy. I, I I think so. I I
0: think that it it would have made more sense. Like she would have I think been more honest with him up in City of Ashes and been like, look, you need to get gone because. I need to protect you, whatever. Instead of being, like, weird and cold and, like, doing that whole – Do you know how, like, that never fit? Like, that never made sense? Uh Mm -hmm. Because, like, you're like, this is your adopted kid. Yeah. Like, you've – he's been your son for seven years. Like, doesn't make any fucking sense Mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. You know, especially given the relationship that you've had with him up until this point. So I think that this was trying to, like, walk back – that behavior
2: uh-huh
0: but well, it wasn't very successful because it's not
2: to me it's not believable well, it doesn't make any sense my next thing is mm-hmm. like oh that makes sense while well, she's so upset when she found out the real truth like she should have known all along so it is kind of like playing yeah. into that yeah i think I,
0: I think it makes sense if she would have known like if this were true and he said you know my name is jonathan christopher and then she's like i'm gonna call you jace Because, one, she's trying to hide, obviously. Uh Like, it's very, like, you're, what's, um, you're telegraphing your move here, right? Like, it's obvious that you would want to call him something else, because if you pick up on it, somebody else is going to pick up on it. Not to mention, it's not that they never, ever talked about his life in the seven years that she was his mom, right? Like, she had to have known he was isolated he didn't know really anyone. Even if it's just the basics and he didn't give her a lot of information. mm mm-hmm. All of the clues are literally right in front of your fucking face. Yeah. Like, she had to have at least had a suspicion. Even if she didn't want to admit it or, like, had an internal battle or whatever. Like, she's taking direct action to prevent anyone else from putting those puzzle pieces together. Yeah. So... I don't know. I think it was like, well, we have to do something because it doesn't make sense that no one would ever know or have any guess. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to put this in here. But yeah, that I, makes sense. But that's my... It's my opinion. You don't have to agree with me.
1: <laughs> we appreciate it.
2: Yep. <laughs> <clears throat> so, anyway. The way Clary sweeps it under the rug is saying, like, again, makes sense why Marissa was so upset. Um, mm-hmm. And then she says that we... We want to believe the people we love are good. Like, that's just normal Mm -hmm. human nature. Mm -hmm. Jace, your name is Robert Paulson.
1: (laughs) We are all Robert Paulson. We are
2: all Robert Paulson. Your name is Jace. Maris gave it to you. The Lightwoods loved you. Like, you're Jace. Mm -hmm. Whatever. So he's like, so Jace what? Like, Herondale? Claire's like, no, motherfucker, Lightwood. Like, you know that's your family. They love you. Maybe your identity is new, but, like, you're not suddenly a different person. You didn't change overnight. Finding out that Stephen was your father won't make you love him. And v was never your real father, but not because you didn't share blood. It's because he didn't love you and take care of you. Robert did that because he's your dad, just like Luke is mine. Mm. Duh. And the doubt starts creeping in. And Clary says that, um, you know what? You probably came here to be alone. You're probably brooding in the shadows because you don't want company. And he responds with, you're right. Which I just, like, can you stop writing like this, please? (laughs) It's not, like. Previn literally just
1: took her glasses off. Like, she's so mad. I can't.
2: Anyway. And she's like, okay, guess I'll beat feet then. Like. Bye. Bye. But, you guys, it's cool. It turns out he meant that she was right about being a Lightwood. So, Cleary uses her, I wrote, quotes, artist eyes. To compare and contrast the first time she saw Jason now. He oh looked so God. regal, like a lion, like Jeffrey, Joffrey Lannister. <laughs> oh. <laughs> a lion. And now his defensive armor is stripped down and he was wearing his bruises proudly. He looked human, real, like Samuel Tarley. Okay. Got it. <laughs> so, so Clary tells him about Aline's like little joke. And it's, like, obviously it's, like, super weighing on her. So she's, like, um, I'm going to put this, like, a joke. And then I'm going to see how you react. Right. This is, okay. <laughs> Awkward eye
0: contact. This is why it's so fucking hard to write teenagers. Because they're so dumb. Because this is legitimate. Like, this is a conversation <laughs> that would happen when I was a teenager. Like, yeah. I would have done stupid shit like this. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Robin knows. Because I would have told her about it at
2: length. Right. <laughs> So Jace is like slightly offended and he's like interested, like as if you're a book, like interested in you. Remember when I told you that I felt like the universe was playing a joke on us? Well, I never really fully believed it. Like I wanted to make myself sad. Like when you purposely put on a sad song and stand in the mirror looking at how ugly you look when you're crying. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Like we just got a glimpse through the portal meet into Robin's teenage (laughs) year. Yes, Everybody's done that. It's fine. She's like, but I never really, no, he, sorry. I never really felt the way you're supposed to feel like you do about a sister, but I always felt like you were a part of me. I hated every second of it. And when V-Tang tried to use our feelings as a weapon against us, it's what made me hate him. I wonder what I would have done if he had never done that. You know, made me hate him. Would I have followed him? The choice was hard. Harder than I would have liked to admit. And Clary reminds him that she she once... No. What? He once told her. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Clary reminds him that he once told her that, quote, we always have choices. And in the end, he chose to go against Valentine. And that's really all that matters. And he's like, I know... Um, but he's just saying that he thinks he chose the way he did because of Clary and everything that he's done in his life since they met was because of her. They're tied together and that's just the way he wants it. And she's like, OMG, OMG, like me too. Codependent. Finally, they're admitting (laughs) it though. I mean, come on. And so then Jace tells her that once upon a time, he would have thought that love made you weak. Like that's what he was told. And then he met Clary and he saw what love could do tracking down Jocelyn, chasing into a den of vampires for Simon. She would have walked straight into hell to save him. Love didn't make Clary weak. It was what made her stronger than anyone he had ever met. And he was the weak one. So Clary refutes a statement. And um, (laughs) he says that maybe he isn't anymore, but Valentine couldn't believe he'd killed like Jonathan. (laughs) After all, he was a son with more training He should have been the victor. In fact, he almost was. But Clary was in Jace's mind and he knew that he wanted to live more than any other thing he'd felt even just to look at her face one last time. And Clary's like me, receiving a compliment and is lost for (laughs) words. Of course, he goes on to tell her how he could never give her up, never going to let her down, never going to run around or desert her. (laughs) That's right. Then finally they kiss and head down to the party. Oh, my God.
0: So, okay, you know that thing I said about teenagers and how it being realistic? Like, Jason immediately ruined that by saying something that no teenage boy would ever say ever. That's
2: fair. (laughs) So, they meet up with their friends, and Isabel immediately hands Clary a drink and telling her she's pretty sure that she won't get turned into a rat. Like, (laughs) this isn't going to turn you into a rat, girl. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure. But
0: Isabel is me with robin yes. <laughs>
2: like in high school it's cool so um she's like jace you want one to which he says men don't drink pink drinks and to bring him something brown <laughs> brown is a manly color just look at alex sweatshirt <laughs> which apparently used to be black but has <laughs> been washed so Watch. much, it is now brown because Alec's a frugal bitch. Right. Eh, it's fair. So Magnus tries to offer him, uh, uh, Alec, a sequined headband to spruce up his outfit. I'm like, <gasps> really? Yeah. Like a sequined headband? Like maybe an ascot? <laughs> <laughs> but a sequined headband? That's weird. Re- regardless of how you... And I'm like, picturing it be tied like a karate headband. Oh. Not, like,
0: okay. I was thinking like 90s, like
2: uh-huh. the, like the, the puffy. puffy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Because I don't think he'd wear an actual headband. I think it's like a headband. (laughs) So Simon tells him, like, Alec Decline, you will look like Olivia Newton-John in Xanadu. (laughs) Don't do it. So then he goes um, up to Clary, and he's like, Simon, by the way. Simon Mm. says to Clary that she looks (laughs) happy. And it's a good thing for Jace that she does. And Jace is like, okay, is this the take care of her speech? (laughs) And Simon's like, no, Clary could kill you herself, possibly with a variety of weapons. However, Simon wanted to take this time to tell Jace that it's okay if he doesn't like him. As long as he's making Clary happy, that's all that matters. Mm. What do you think about that, Amanda? Uh,
1: Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) He's finally like, all
2: right, I didn't get her. I just want her to be happy. Move on. Just kidding. (laughs) Roll hide. Okay, anyway, Jace is like, bro, I don't not like you. In fact, I'm going to give you some advice. I see that you're working the whole like vampire thing with some success, oh, Jesus Christ. but you just need to drop the vampire slash musician angle because it's played out. And there's no way that Simon's very good. Like, you can't be good at music. Like, just drop it. (laughs) (laughs) Agreed. (laughs) So they bicker, like, a little bit more until Clary breaks it up, telling them they can't be at each other's throats forever, to which Simon replies that actually, technically, he can. (laughs) (laughs) And it makes Jace, like, stifle laugh. And then Clary, like, looks, like, to Isabel. And she's like, hey, look, they're getting along. Okay. uh Uh-huh. but instead, like, of seeing Isabel, she sees the Seely Queen, like, at the edge of the forest.
1: Okay, so it's they're outside-inside party? Outside-inside? hmm Okay. I think
2: yeah. they're in, like, they're in, like, the courtyard, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Where it's cold. Unless yeah. It's probably magic. Not or maybe there's those heaters there, around. There's a All
0: dome ones? over Alicante right. that, like, keeps it at, a, like, a balmy 72.
2: <laughs> so the Seely Queen is beckoning Clary. And um, she obliges, like almost unknowingly, like uh, this force is driving her there. And I don't the, like cre- that. <laughs> the queen is surrounded by, I wrote countries. <laughs> <laughs> like model UN countries. But, like, <laughs> but that is not court, court, courtiers. How do you say that? Courtiers? Yep, what okay. she said,
1: Uh-huh.
2: And um, as like she's drawing closer, like they stop Clary like from whatever. Clary wants to know, um, like, why have you summoned me? And the answer is simple, really. The queen wants a favor for a favor. Um, she wants Clary to advise Luke to pick Meliorn as the fae representative on the council. Okay, so they do pick. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess it's who they want to work with. Maybe know. they
1: have, like, here's a few people. Look into them. These are who we would suggest.
2: Like, with a 5 yeah. yeah. Like a picture. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're going to be
1: like, has he committed
0: any war crimes? Like- right. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
2: Here's my resume.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh! It took
2: me entirely <laughs> too long <laughs> to get too. that. I thought you were going back into it. Got it. That's funny. Um, there's this it's this website Homestar Runner or whatever. And anyway, he's like, Oh, you'd like you could take a look at my resume and he hands it and it's his shopping list, and I don't know. It's really funny. (laughs) Anyway, back to reality, and by reality I mean City of Glass. Back to life. Back
0: to reality. Sorry, I had to finish up. Well, I just hit
2: the microphone. Oops. Okay, so Clary says to the Sealy Queen, she's like, Hmm, do you a favor? Bitch, when you knew that Jace wasn't my brother lover, but you decided to withhold that truth just because you're a giant bitch, yeah, no thanks. Pass. And the queen is like, Are you absolutely sure you want to pass this up? Not everyone gets a chance to have a favor owed by the Seelie Queen. And Clary takes like zero time to think about it. And she's like, mm, Yeah, no, don't need a favor from you. I have everything I want. Deuces. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I, I.
1: I Tell me. I want to know if you're thinking the same thing I'm thinking. I'm
0: thinking, Clary, you're fucking stupid. Yeah, she weird. didn't ask you to make sure Meliorn got on the council. All she asked was for you to tell Luke, hey, Suggest maybe you it. should consider him. Suggest it. Literally takes nothing from you. Doesn't make you – doesn't behold you to anything. It is as cut and dry as there is, and she's granting you a fucking favor. You take that and you put it in your back pocket and you d- – even even if even if you didn't want to ever use that favor ever 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 and you Mm -hmm. didn't want to do that you
1: don't want to piss her off you've learned that right yeah i agree and she knows Meliorn; she's met him right
2: like well and the thing is i think with fairies obviously mm -hmm. like they can't lie and like that's like a big so regardless of what the favor she'd have to do it right it's weird yeah And,
0: like, even if you weren't ever planning to do it, it's just to keep the peace and not have this woman who can beckon you to her Uh without you realizing that you're moving.
2: Like, obviously, she's
0: super powerful. Like, I I wouldn't want to piss that bitch off. Yep. No, thank you.
2: Agreed. Mm -hmm. Plus,
0: she she got you a really damn good kiss. Like, as much as her little meddling was really annoying, but, like. You enjoyed it. That really brought everything
1: to the surface. It
0: right. did. And it got you out of a relationship with Simon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just realized what you said. So, anyways, when Clary gets back, got back to the party, um, she found that Robert and Maris had joined them and they were shaking hands with Magnus. Mm-hmm. And before Clary could, like, make her way, like, all the way back in, she was tapped on the shoulder by Luke and Jocelyn. Oh. And they tell her that Luke is coming back to the NYC, after all, and they're going to move into Luke's house, since their apartment is all, like, messed up anyway. And Luke just wants to make sure that Clary's okay with all this change. <laughs> yeah, like, you're going to hear us doing it from the walls. So are you cool? <laughs> and she's like, bro, my life has changed so much already. This is nothing. Change is good. So Isabel calls to Clary to come see the fireworks that haven't started yet, and Jace asks Clary where she was, and she tells them all about, like, the Seelie Queen. And then they embrace, and Clary is left thinking about everything that happened, and how she was still wearing the Morganstern ring. Like, what the heck? Did she want to remember V-Tang? But then again, it was impossible to erase every bad thing from your memory, and every memory was valuable. You should know this after what your mom did to you. Lesson learned. Yep. So, like, she didn't want to forget Max, Madeline, Hodge, the Inquisitor, even Sinquisitor, <laughs> or even <laughs> Sebastian. And um, Viting wanted to forget that the world had to change, and Shadowhunters had to change with it. Like he'd forgotten that Downworlders had souls, and all souls mattered to the fabric of the world. He only focused on what made Shadowhunters and Downworlders different, but what had been his demise was that he made them the same. Oh, yeah. After that. The fireworks started and quote painted the clouds overhead as they fell one by one in streaking lights of golden fire like eagles falling from the sky <laughs> i wasn't even looking at you
1: i was watching both of you somehow in that very moment that was amazing Robin used her arms and Kristen didn't. No. Just for the record. End scene. <laughs> okay, see, this is what I don't like about books. Okay, this is why I'm a TV person. This is dumb. I'm sorry. Like, the fireworks are like eagles in the sky. Fucking stop. They're fireworks. We all know what they look like,
2: okay? <laughs> stop. It made me spit. I'm so, just like, no. Maybe they're magic and they actually are eagles in the shape <laughs> of fireworks. <laughs> yes. Oh
1: my God. Oh. <laughs> and, um. What a way to end a book with yep. the caca from the, <laughs> from the pair of bro ties. And that's all
2: I have to say about that. Oh, the end. Oh. Wow. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Well, make sure that you tune in next week <laughs> for our
1: City of Glass wrap-up. Do it. All right. For behind-the-scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.